Hello, you are listening to the KGFC Festival Talks podcast. I'm your host, Craig Horsley, and we are coming to you from the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. We've been running since August 3rd, and we continue until August 12th. We're located at the UA Midway uh, Theater in Forest Hills. That's on Queens Boulevard and Continental Avenue. And also at the Queens Museum, located in Flushing Meadow, Corona Park, the home of the 1965 World's Fair, and also the iconic Unisphere. Um, right now, we're talking to the filmmakers of a wonderful short called If Only. And we have Sarah Wharton, who is the director, and Anna Frankel Duval, who's both the writer, the producer, and the actor in this film. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. So um, I think it's a really uh, very heartfelt film, uh, but I'm not going to describe it because I don't want to give anything away. So I'm going to ask you to do that for us, please. Okay. So um, If Only is the story of three adult siblings and the last day they spend with their mother before she goes to hospice. And it's based on... Uh, my own experiences of when my mother was dying and how I wish I had behaved during that situation. So it's a, an exploration of grief and death and family. And and the uh, ultimate, you've, you've got three siblings who seem not to get along all that well in the beginning, but they seem to actually make amends. Yeah, I think they just deal with the situation very differently. So yeah. they uh, they all have their own coping mechanisms and their own ways that they're trying to help, and they think their way is the best. And so, uh, what was the inspiration, and how long did it take you to write the original script? Um, well, the inspiration was, like I said, my own, uh, my own mother's sickness and, and her dying. And actually, the script came to me pretty quickly. I think I, it came to me one night, and I wrote it in seven hours. I wrote the first draft the next day. And then, luckily, Sarah um, knocked some sense into me when I had about five different locations for a two-day shoot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Originally, we were going to be shooting in a zoo <laughs> and in a restaurant on Coney Island and on the beach. And a oh, and on a train. Oh, and a, on a train <laughs> in a restaurant. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was complicated. It, it's the first film I've written, so luckily Sarah's much more experienced <laughs> and reeled me in. And, and you produced it, so you also were able to uh, reduce some of the costs by just having the two scenes. Well, yeah. Yes. That made it a lot easier as well. So now you, uh, you, know, you knew each other before you wrote the script then? Yes. So you've been collaborating. Yeah. We're both actors, and we met doing a show in 2012. 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we became fast friends, and Anna actually ended up going back to London after we did the show to be with her mom. But we started a letter correspondence with one another and became really close first through email letters. So a show meaning like theater or? Yeah, a theater. In, the, in New York? Yeah. Okay. And I know you sang also, so was it a musical? Or it a wasn't a musical. It was a modern adaptation of Agamemnon, um, which was kind of immersive. In a, what, is it immersive? Kind of. Yeah, it was site-specific. It, um, it was at the Roger Smith Hotel. They have a... Yeah, on Lexington Avenue. Yep. Real fun, real fun subject matter. <laughs> Agamemnon, okay. <laughs> Always lighthearted. Everything we do is yes. lighthearted. <laughs> so uh, writing the film was, was fairly easy or quick because it came from your own life. Yeah. Um, how long was the shoot then? It was just two days. Yeah. So uh, we got really lucky, um, and certain things just fell into place, the people we wanted to work with. And I had some family friends who had this, who live in this beautiful house in Park Slope, and I 
hadn't seen them for a while and I decided to be a bit cheeky and say like would you mind this is still one there were five different scenes would you mind if like a few of us just popped in and filmed a little bit with you and um and then I amended the script and I had to tell them well it would be 14 of us for two days yeah. um and they said we don't actually stay there over the weekend so here are the keys you're welcome to stay here and have the whole house and they oh, just perfect. let us they were very very generous and let us just shoot to our heart's content did you have to uh change anything in the location because there's a good kitchen scene and uh or, or basically, is it, the, is it their house? <laughs> it's their house with just a, a few of their... Just a, a bit pared back. Yeah, I mean, this was a low-budget production, so location-wise, we were really coming from the perspective of let's use what we have. And as a director, I really love taking that approach to um, kind of getting inspiration from the world that's already built in around you. So the first floor of this house feels very different to the other floors in it. They have a what they call a museum floor, <laughs> which looks it's like amazing. You know, it's straight out of the early 1900s, and it's really beautiful. This was not right for our film. No. So we decided to be in the more lived-in um, basement level. And uh, it just worked out that they had this really a beautiful open kitchen space that fed into the dining room, and I felt it sort of worked with the flow of the film as it moves from room to room with these characters as they're as they're like coming together from being separate. So now, um, so you wrote the film, then you uh, found this location. Did the location change any of the the script? Did it change any of the scenes? Or um I don't think so. No. Um, I think that bec we had this amazing space, and space in New York is such a a luxury, really, that it felt like we had the opportunity to really create different moods within that one house. And so uh, the film starts very claustrophobically and gets more and more expansive as it goes on. So um, you know, we're moving from the inside, sort of darker, to the outside, and then eventually to Coney Island, where the end of the film takes place. Um, but that really lined up with the script and sort of my original conception of how it was going to look on the screen. How did you get your actors? They were friends of ours. So um, Russell Coleman, who plays the brother, uh, is a good friend of ours, and, and he came on pretty early as a brother. And then Shannon Ham as well, same thing. And actually, Christine Vellaney, who plays the mum, was a, a, a later find. I was having real trouble finding someone that felt like my mum. My mum was very um, non-traditional. <laughs> she was a, a fiery, bold um, person. She's not wasn't particularly like uh, mummy-ish is the only really way I can describe it um, and although she was a great mum uh, but I wanted to find someone with the right energy and so I went to see Russell in a show and I was saying to him you know I can't I'd asked a couple of other actors who hadn't been right for it or ha hadn't had the time to do the script and and so Christine was also in the audience watching and we went for a drink afterwards and she went to the bathroom and she's a little bit young to be playing our mum but um, we aged her up and, and yeah she she had just had the right energy, and so I asked her that night, sent her the script, and she jumped on board the next day. What was it like to, because you were acting in a, in, a, in a movie that you wrote, so what was it like to say those words in front of the camera? Was it, it was, uh, it was nerve-wracking in a different way than usual, I think, because, you know, I'm aware that I'm also, like, in charge of everyone who's there, and everyone has to be happy, and, uh, you know, how this film is very very personal to me and so I wanted to represent you know my mum my I was worried about how you know this take on it is not how everyone's gonna have 
felt in that same situation. So um, it was hard. I wasn't able to separate myself from it. I was wrapped yeah. up in every single aspect of it. Now, has it been at a uh, film festival before, or is this the first one? It's been at a few. It's been at, um, at the Art Slope Festival. That was in 2017. My brain is, my memory's a little bit off. Um, and then it's been in a festival in Belgium as well. So, okay, you wrote it, you acted in it, and it's very personal. What was your first reaction when you saw it on the big screen? Luckily, Sarah did not let me see the first cut, <laughs> um, which I will forever be grateful for. Um, it's, I don't know how I reacted to it because it's really terrifying. You get caught up in all kinds of things that no one else sees. I, I bet it's probably every time you see it, you might have a different emotion when you see it. Yeah, definitely. I'm a little bit nervous to see it today. I don't know how I'm going to react. Because you're looking at it with pride that you did this. Yeah. And you're looking at uh, the excitement of being with another audience, but it is a very personal yeah. film, so you must have a little bit of uh, choked up. <laughs> yeah, I get a little bit nervous. So far, the, the audiences that have seen it have had reactions that surprised me in a really positive way. People have been, you know, moved by it and... Um, you know, seeing people cry or have, you know, come up and have conversations about their experiences with grief. And that was something that I, I didn't expect. And this, it's a wonderful thing to see. So without thinking too much about it, I'm optimistic that hopefully that'll happen again at some point. Well, I, I got it. So it was very, very, I mean, I felt something at the I'm end. I'm glad to hear that. So that, w that was great. Um, so collaborating with somebody you've known before, how, how was it? It was the best. Sarah's like my creative partner in life and... Yeah, it's a real privilege to be able to work with someone who's, whose mind you just really understand and you sort of share a language and a comfortability with one another. So I was so honored that Anna asked me to, to come on board for this because it was my first time directing. So the fact that she trusted me with this really personal story was meaningful to me. Uh, Sarah, you act also. So uh, being an actor, did that influence your directing? Yeah, I think uh, I love actors and I understand what it's like to be on the other side of the camera. So to me, giving actors the time to sort of breathe and be in their characters and figure out their different beats from scene to scene is really important. And you know, I'd rather shoot without lights and without sound and have the time to let actors do their beautiful, brilliant things than you know, have a really high stakes production that's all about the equipment. So now that you've directed, um, are you going to do some more directing? or? I think so, yeah. Um, I have to find the right project. But I really enjoyed doing this. And um, it's always cool to, to be in a different position than you're used to because you learn so much about the art form. Is this a way to tell Anna that she has to write something again? <laughs> yeah, Anna. <laughs> What's next? I'll get right on that. <laughs> do you have another story in in inside you, you think? Um, possibly. There's a... There's a story that comes from the letters that Sarah and I wrote to each other, which we edited into various forms, uh, into a book and into a pilot that might feed into a, a pilot of my own that I'm thinking about. That's all at the moment. I haven't <laughs> dug any further. And you're both theater actors. Yes. Um, have you been in other films before this? Yes, I've been in a few, and Sarah's been in a bunch. So. Okay, great. What do you like better, film or theater? Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, lo I love them both in totally different ways, but I mean, I grew up doing theatre, and I, I love it, but I, but I enjoy all of it. Yeah. 
Same. <laughs> same, so, same. And, and you're from, from London. Yes. And you came to New York when? Almost 11 years ago. So did you act in London or were you, did you start everything here? I did act in London a little bit. I came here for uh, university, so for drama school. So I came here when I was 19. So um, I'd done little bits there and then I came here to really solidify my training. And then, and then I, when I went back, when my mom was sick, I, went, I started working over there as well and went up to the Edinburgh Festival and the Brighton Fringe Festival and performed in London and, and did it all over. But this is definitely where I feel my artistic base is. I know we're talking about the movie, but I just have to ask, what's the difference between a London audience and theater and a New York audience? Oh, <laughs> it depends on the piece, I think. Yeah. And I think each audience is so different. Um, yeah, because I think with ev in any country, any there are moments in every show that you're like, why do you find that funny? Yeah. Or you missed this joke, or why are you crying? This is, uh, you know, you get all these really weird reactions. So um, I think it depends on the piece. And how do you think this film will work in, in London? going to try and get it over there I'm going to try and get it over there hopefully hopefully they get it <laughs> I think they will I think yeah. it's universal yeah. I yeah. think it's a universal yeah. uh, I mean it's it's funny to to uh, listen to you now and you certainly didn't <laughs> have a British accent in the film <laughs> kudos <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> um, where else do you want to see the film go after this um, all over yeah I mean I think uh our audience reactions so far have been so personal and it makes me feel like the more people that we can share this with, the more conversations we can have about grief, which is something that people don't really talk about very often. Um, so I think we'd love it to play in as many places as possible. Absolutely. It's a beautiful film and, and the, uh, the acting. It was, I mean, I really enjoyed the way the, uh, the siblings changed their attitudes towards each other. So it was an evolutionary uh, emotion. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, just the way that, um, especially your character, who was pretty hard in the beginning. Yeah, she's, she's pretty and hard. And she softened. Yeah, I think she's just trying to survive. I think she can't deal with the emotional and the practical side of watching someone you love die. And so she's like, I will do the practical. I will make sure you are taken care of, but I can't, you know, she could, can't emotionally. And, and, it's, and it's a message to, um, you know, if somebody else is going through this, to see this film, uh, they can say, wow, I'm not alone. You know, other people have, you know, gone through the same thing yeah. as I have. So I think that's... I hope so. I think um, you may have done this for your own, for your own benefit, but bit. I think you're doing it for... Uh, I think other people will find a lot of solace in this also. I hope so. I think I was the, the first one of my friends to lose a parent, and so it was a... Yeah. It would be nice to be able to stop people feeling that and now after you after you being the first you know how to console others in the future yeah well but but beautiful film um i'm looking to see both of you on stage someday yeah um and hear you sing yeah. i know you're a singer <laughs> and um i'm looking forward to everybody to see this film and see it keep it going into the future us Thank too. you very much. Thank yeah, we're so excited. Much. So this was uh, Sarah Wharton and Anna Frankel Duval, and their film is If Only, and it's being shown on August 9th at 3.45. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you so much. So before we leave, I'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors, Blog Talk Radio, for providing an excellent platform for our podcast. I'd also like to thank Atiz Cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens. 
They're our official festival lounge, and that's where we're actually uh, taping these podcasts. And uh, for those of you who've seen some movies at the festival or have a badge, uh, they are offering a 10% discount on coffee and baked goods through August 12th, which is the end of our festival. We've been running since August 3rd, and uh, so there are still some uh, films and events that are available for you. And to look them up, look onto our website, www.qgardensfestivalofcinema.org. That's Q K E W Festival Garden. Sorry, Q Gardens Festival of And uh, thank you so much for listening. And this is Craig Horsley signing off. Bye. <laughs>